0: All right, good evening, Grace Point. It's good to be with you again, Thursday night session. We've been in Matthew talking about the parable of the sower. Uh, we talked to, first of all, all about repentance and how we have to have a soft heart toward the Lord, be willing to hear, be willing to see, and God will pour out the mysteries of the kingdom, the secrets of the kingdom to us, just like his disciples. And then if we don't soften our heart, we talked about last week about deception And delusion, how the word even says when people suppress the truth in unrighteousness, they get turned over to delusion. And you can always repent. I was a young man. I was very deluded in a lot of ways. And yet, even in my delusion, when I was running away from God, God still poured out mercy on me and called me back and forgave me. So, yeah, you're never, until you die, I don't believe you're ever beyond repentance of the spirit of God dealing with you and then last week I talked a little bit about homosexuality and look I just want to say this I don't have an axe to grind on that topic the Bible talks about it though the Bible speaks about uh homosexuality very clearly and it's not a part of God's uh, plan for man okay Uh, me and Brian were talking we know people that are living a homosexual lifestyle who we love and are friends with and and uh you know, we love them as people, and it is a lie to say that you have to agree with somebody in order to love them or accept them. There are many things where we disagree with people, but we still love and care. So I don't want you to think I have an axe to grind in that area, but the Bible is clear on it, and we've got to teach the Bible. If You're being tempted in that area. It is a temptation. It's something that you can't give into. you got to walk away. Uh, the Scripture does not say that you were born that way. And if you believe you were born that way, you can be born again by the Spirit of God and you can change. Hey, there were many men that were adulterers and they gave their life to Jesus and they became faithful husbands. There were many men that looked at all different types of pornography and were sexual addicts and, and those things are wrong. Not not one thing is wrong, and another is not. Those things are wrong, and they've been forgiven. They've been cleansed, and their hearts have been purified before God. And they don't look at those. When I was a young man, I had all kind of things, you know. I would look at, and put put on my eyes. But when I got gave my life to Jesus, and He purified me, I quit looking at stuff like that. I could truly say, well, I was born that way. I like women. I like how they look. I still, women are beautiful, right? But I'm responsible for what I put in my eyes. I'm responsible for what I believe in. I'm accountable. The only physical relationship that the word of God approves, the Bible says that God created them male and female. And when a man and woman join together, leave their mother and father and are joined together, it says they become one. And even the sexual union is a type of that oneness. It's very natural. So again, we don't have an ax to grind on it. We're not out here hating people. I love it. If people come into our church and they struggle with that, or that's their lifestyle, come in, sit down. I come up and talk with you, love you, and want you to be here, but I don't agree with that lifestyle. I can't be more clear than that. Okay, let's move on. So we were talking about the parable of the sower and uh, how the kingdom of God uh, is being compared to a seed being sown. Let's pick up what Jesus is explaining this parable. He says, listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is the seed along the path. I want to talk about this is powerful. Uh, Matthew says the word of the kingdom. The gospel of Mark says the word. And I think the gospel of Luke says the word of God. So Luke says when, when the sower, he sows the word of God. Mark says the sower sows the word. And Matthew says the sower sows the word of the kingdom. The word of the kingdom, okay? So, everything in the kingdom of God begins with a seed. (laughs) Write that down. Now, this, Jesus said, if you don't understand this parable, you won't understand anything else in the word. Everything in the kingdom of God begins with a seed, If you flip over to Romans chapter 10, I I can't read the whole chapter. I'm going to read one verse, and you read it in context. It's powerful. But in Romans 10, Paul says, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. How does faith come? By hearing. Here we go again. Hearing. Got to have ears to hear. Got to have a heart that repents. Got to have eyes open. Thank God for the Holy Ghost that opens our ears, that opens our eyes, and softens our heart. Amen? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. You have got to hear the Word of God to be saved. You got to hear the message of the kingdom in order to be saved. Everything begins with a seed. That's why you have to teach it. You have to teach that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You have to teach that Jesus died for your sins and rose from the dead in order for people to be saved. Paul called it in Romans 10, right above this, he called it the word of faith. I want to ask you a question How are you saved? How are you saved? Say by the Word of God, right? Peter calls it, 1 Peter one twenty three. Peter calls it the incorruptible seed, the Word of God. The same way that you're saved is the same way that you grow. You receive Christ through the Word of God and you grow in Christ uh, through the Word of God. Flip over to... Colossians. Right after Philippians. Flip over to the book of Colossians. Oh, there's so much I could say here. I'll start with chapter 1, verse 23. He says, Paul says, if you continue in your faith established and firm and not moved away from the hope of the gospel. This gospel you heard that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven, whereof I have become a servant. Paul says, you heard the gospel. You heard words, okay? And, and, and you believed it, and you were saved. He says, now you must stand fast in it, stand firm in it, and not let it go. Flip over to uh, Psalms chapter 1. I want to read this, and I'll, I'll end here tonight. The key here I want you to take away from this is faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. When you hear the Word, we must believe the Word and put the Word to action in our life. That's how you got saved. But now as a Christian, if you're going to grow, the only way you're going to grow is by hearing the Word. Why do you think preachers get up and teach and preach every Sunday? You come into church and someone's preaching, okay? They're preaching the word to you. And if you're listening and you're taking that word into your heart, one of the worst things you can do for your pastor or preacher is start thinking, oh, that's just Brother Brad. Oh, that's just, you know, Brad's on his hobby horse or whoever your pastor is. Oh, that's just him. You get callous to the preaching of the gospel. That pastor, if he's hearing from God, God is giving him words. Sometimes it's the exact word that you need to preach to you, and when you get callous and too familiar and you stop listening, you're doing it to your own detriment because one of the ways you hear is through verbal speaking and preaching. There's another way that you can hear from God. Turn over to Psalms chapter 1. The psalmist says, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight Is in the law of the Lord, and I'll say his delight is in the word of the Lord, and in his word he meditates day and night. He or she will be like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, whose leaf also will not wither, and whatever they do will prosper. The person that becomes a person of the word, whether you're hearing it preached, you're taking it in and prayerfully reading it, allowing the Holy Spirit to teach you, the person that takes the word of God in, John calls it the engrafted word, and allows that word to take root in their heart, right? You are going to bear fruit. Why? The sower sows the word. That is so fundamental. The mystery of the kingdom is the kingdom of God is going to come to you like a seed. Got, uh, just, got a, just a little bit more time. Flip over to Isaiah, and we're going to look at Isaiah chapter 55. It's powerful. Everything Paul's, Jesus teaches or Paul's teaching has probably already been taught in the Old Testament. Isaiah 55, I think it's around verse 9 or verse 8. My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth and my ways higher than your ways, so my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, So it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return empty or void. It will accomplish what I have sent it to accomplish. It will achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Isn't that powerful? just like the rain comes down from heaven and waters the earth and doesn't return till it's done its job, that's what my word will do. My word that I send from heaven, that I speak, will accomplish that for which I sent it. So don't let go of the word. One of the biggest obstacles, I'm going to end here, one of the biggest obstacles for Christians is everybody else's experience. Well, you know, I believe, tried to believe God for this, and this is what happened. I prayed for this, and this is what happened. And this person prayed to be healed, and they died. This guy prayed for a job and got fired. And this guy, he seemed like a good guy. He preached holiness, and he slept with his secretary. You can't base your life and what you're going to believe based on what somebody else has done. If your pastor runs off with the secretary, that doesn't mean that the Word doesn't produce holiness. That means your pastor's human and he made a mistake and he committed a grievous sin. And he's going to answer for that sin, okay? Doesn't give us an excuse to live a life of sin. And any other thing that God speaks to you through the word of God, we need to hold on to man. I got so much to say there. I'll have to wait till next week. We need to hold on to that word. For everything it's worth and allow it to produce in our heart. We'll talk more about how to allow that word produce in our heart next week and in the coming weeks. All right. Thank you.